0: Another edition of Riding Home. Thank you for listening. Please press the subscribe button uh, and comment down below. Dean Luggy, Dylan Weber, Dylan, Georgia, uh, the number six team in the country, getting ready for Missouri, who has not played well on the road. All three of their losses this season. they have They've not got a road win yet. And not only that, they've got some pretty spectacular failures in doing so meanwhile George has been practicing getting ready for this stretch of the season I mean they got to win two of their next three games to get to Atlanta um, you know overall vibes in Athens
1: um, I mean' it's pretty confident and riding pretty high they just got to win over a, um, a team that you know a lot of people around the country were saying nah they're they're not going to beat or it's at least going to be um, you know closer than it was uh, still you know a relatively close game but you know, I, I think people have, you know, around the country, people had doubts about Georgia going into Florida. And right now, you know, people in Athens are saying, hey, like, you know, we were on the right side of this. And so they're riding pretty
0: high. It's amazing how quickly the narrative can change. Georgia really did dominate that game. I know people can go listen to our commentary from that game if they'd like to. We always appreciate people listening. Uh, but that game was was. I'm not going to use the term I use a lot, which is that game was not close. It was close. It was relatively close, uh, close enough. Um, but once you got to the fourth quarter, and the Gators had not scored a, a touchdown, that meant that they would have to score three touchdowns in the f- final 15 minutes in a game that the first five, 45 minutes they hadn't scored. When you look at Missouri, you know one of their road games was against Kentucky, and, and that road game that that game in terms of rain was worse than what Kentucky dealt with against the dogs in Athens. It looked horrible. Uh, so it's hard to know, really, you know, Kentucky really dominated them in many ways. And then you've got uh, Kelly Bryant sitting there with a, a hamstring injury, and it's hard to know, really, what you've got there. And, and on top of that, last thing, Dylan, and I'll let you go, you know, watching Kelly Bryant at Clemson in his, his, fu- his full season there, season and a half as a starter, so to speak, He's not gonna. He's not going to give you trouble with his uh, overall quarterback play. He is a uh, um, a guy that's going to have to put together some running yards too. That's the part I just wonder about for for Missouri in this thing. This is about a seventeen point game. You know, uh, line. Excuse me. You know where? How does Missouri attack these this Georgia team that? you know, for all the grief that it got for about three weeks there, uh, certainly did a lot of things right against the Gators.
1: Well, I mean, the matter of fact is, it doesn't matter if Kelly Bryant can or cannot throw. He is going to have to throw. Yeah. He's going to have to if they want to win. Because straight up, Georgia's defense against the run has just been incredible this season. I mean, Matt and I talked about this yesterday, and I just saw, say a statistic online. It, Georgia is the only team in uh, the past twenty seasons, I think, to go eight games without conceding a rushing touchdown—the first eight games—is
0: that? Is that, a, is that something? Is that something the school put out?
1: No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it was SEC Network put that out.
0: Well, I would just—the only reason I ask is because you know, I, if it doesn't come from Claude and them, I, I'm a little skeptical of it because Chris Likos, uh leland th- th- that group up there. They do a very good job with football statistics. I mean, I don't doubt it. Um, and even if it isn't, if, if, even if it's not been for uh, two years, uh, 22 decades, uh, it's, a, it's an amazing, what, you know, Georgia's played amazing defensively uh, this season, uh, particularly against the run. And you look at Missouri, sure. you look at Mizzou coming into this thing at five and three, they're averaging about 184 yards on the ground. That's not bad. I mean, that's that's not bad at all. That's that's not the end of the world. But the, like, for instance, the Gators were at one twenty eight. Are you are you just suggesting? Look, it doesn't really matter who they go up against. They're just going to stop them.
1: Um, I mean, I I don't know about that. I, I would say that every team will have a difficult time running the ball on Georgia. Mm.
0: Um,
1: I mean, of course, you know, one one long run can change those numbers quite a bit. Yes. You know, one mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, missed tackle on the outside and, you know, a busted 80-yard touchdown run, uh, that changes things incredibly. But, I mean, a- any team uh, going up against Georgia, whether that be, you know, Missouri, Florida, Alabama, LSU, whatever, it- is going to have to earn those yards on the ground.
0: No doubt about that. And and peeking ahead here, you know, Missouri averages, uh, quick math here, 20, let's see, 15 yards more a game on the ground Than Alabama does as it relates to LSU uh, the Tigers are coming in even lower than that almost 20 yards fewer so look this is a quintessential sandwich game a game that you know you're talking about being put in the middle of Georgia's two two of their biggest three rivals Um, I, I just think if you're Georgia you need to come in you don't need a scoreboard. Watch doesn't matter who wins LSU, uh, Alabama. What matters is you know getting getting this win under your belt so that you have one more game to win. Because you know everything beyond you know the, the, the conference championship, the national championship, all these aspirational goals. Honestly, anyone talking about that right now in definitive terms, including Ohio State, who I think is probably the best team in the country. There's just everybody except Clemson has a serious game in front of them, dude. I mean, when you, when you look at, you know, nationally, and, and, and on, if we're being honest, I know the Clemson fan base pretty well. They don't think they're going to lose to South Carolina, but I know they're going to go into that game, you know, a little bit jumpy about, you know, just because you just don't ever know. And on top of that, you know, with what the advantage that Carolina took over Georgia winning that game, Clemson can't sleepwalk in that game and win. And Trevor has been a bit of a turnover machine. LSU deals with Alabama. Ohio State deals with Penn State. At number six, Georgia will have to deal with LSU or Alabama. They still have to deal with Auburn, who is number 12. Uh, Oregon and Utah will have to deal with one another. Oklahoma and Baylor will have to deal with one another. That also leaves out Minnesota and Michigan. Those two teams can still... Uh, cause trouble in the Big Ten. Uh, I don't think um, Michigan... Michigan does not control its own destiny in the Big Ten. It can still win it. Much more past that, it's hard to take seriously um, really anyone else's situation. So, you know, if you're Georgia, you, you need to deal with what you've got to deal with, which is uh, winning, you know, these games now. Winning them now; these are critical. Everyone seems to be pushing Georgia through to the championship game. Dylan, uh, they're not there yet. That—that's a ridiculous no. notion.
1: Well, yeah, and of course, and the thing is, it doesn't matter who they play because, like you said, they have to get there first. I mean, right. you know, it, I don't know. I hate to sound like Kirby Smart here, but you got to be where your feet are. And yeah. he's right. You know, right Georgia still. Missouri. Georgia should beat Missouri. There's no question about that. They should beat Missouri. But that doesn't mean it's going to be just a, you know, fly-through game. It's not going to be just the easiest game in the world for them. And they've got to play Auburn. And Auburn is, a, you know, a talented team. Well,
0: so they, we, I mean, mm-hmm.
1: I, it, nothing else for that. I mean, they they do just to go one game at a time. And then they can worry about whoever they're playing in the SEC Championship when they are actually there.
0: The team now, according to all the metrics, if you want to look at that, if that matters to you in any way, Ohio State seems to be the team that is sort of zooming toward the front of the pack. Uh, and we'll know better tonight. I mean, I fully expect either Ohio State or LSU to be the, um, the one tonight. But um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I do think, you know, they can lose to Missouri. They can lose to uh, Auburn for sure. They can lose to uh, uh, A&M. They're not going to be favored. They're not going to be the dog in any of those games. But they're all, you know, legitimate games that Georgia has to take pay attention to. to, Excuse me for my babbling. And, you know, you can talk all you want to about, um, you know, who looks the best and so forth. But again, Ohio State has a tremendously difficult schedule left. The Big Ten is a legit situation right now, just like the SEC. And the Gators, the Gators will need Georgia to fall away, and they they can't win the national championship. I don't think at this stage, but I don't know, man. I mean, I you gotta, I do think you gotta be where you're at. I think Kirby's right about that. For all the coaching, coaching cliches lecturing the media, I, I don't know who who is he talking to half the time in the room. Um,
1: Fans? he kind of just stares off into the distance.
0: No, but I mean, what I mean is. Like, you guys say, who is you? I mean, is he talking to Jesse Palmer and Joey Galloway? Or Mike Griffin and Chip Towers? I
1: I, I don't know. The world? I don't know. Cause, it's family?
0: Because some of that stuff Whatever just you want. doesn't even, is, is not anything locally that's been written. I, I consume not all of the stuff that's written locally. I don't have the capability or the time. But some of that stuff is not coming from the local beat. And he, and he no. kind of goes with it nonetheless.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm sure he, uh, you know, watches ESPN at night after games or before games and, you know, college game day, that stuff. I'm sure he, he hears what people have to say, maybe on Twitter as well. Um, you know, obviously, really, like he did with the comment, you know, even if they didn't think Jay Cron could throw, I mean, he hears this stuff, he knows what's being said whether he says they don't, don't listen to outside noise or not. I
0: don't see how he could avoid... I mean, of course they listen to outside noise. Of course you try not to listen to outside noise. Of course you're human. But you can't avoid it. Yeah, I mean... I, I don't know. I'm mean, I, but the guy, the guy has done a tremendous job. Um, I think he is uh, pretty well disciplined with message. But I think also, too, he can hardly help tell him the truth half the time, uh, particularly when it benefits him about what's going on of course he was nervous about Jake Fromm and he admitted so as such after the game i think he was completely within his right to do so don't you to be nervous about Jake Fromm yeah i mean Jake Fromm's well, I mean, yeah, human I mean, like everyone else
1: yeah and he talked about um you know the lunches he had with him throughout the week and and just kind of how he was i don't want to say worried about him but let's thinking about him because this is i mean this has been a somewhat rough stretch for Jake Fromm um, and you know the noise that's been said about him, and, you know it's been out there before, but I
0: don't know to this degree. No, I th- I th- so I- I've been thinking about that more, man. You know, after the LSU game last year, um, that that was just a that was just essentially a two week period. In this in this situation, he had the LSU game, so to speak, plus another game after it where he couldn't even rebound. He just had to sit there and hand the ball off. I think this time was worse. I, I've I've kind of firmly. Planted my flag that that this time was worse for for Jake in terms of criticism. Well,
1: and it, it I guess to the other few times there's been someone behind him has been like oh you know replace him whatever whatever.
0: Yeah. But this time true.
1: it was just full. It was just directed at him. It was like I don't know. What do you it think? Was, what it, do you think?
0: It, it, it was, I'm sorry. What do you think it's like to be him on a Saturday night after after you don't play well? What do, What do you think it's like for Jake Fromm? Just like. He's in the room by himself or, or maybe uh, his family is there with him. Or, I mean, at some stage you go to sleep by yourself and you're just there in your own thoughts. I mean, what do you think that has been like for him over the last, you know, however long?
1: I mean, it can't be easy. I don't know. I I go to sleep, with you know, in my head sometimes too, but it's, you know, about, you know, I don't have thousands of people tweeting at me saying I suck and so I don't know I, I, I can't imagine it's easy and I'm sure it kept him up at night a little bit just you know knowing that you know way way less I don't know important things keep me up at night or what
0: let see I mean you know he's he's been through the ringer for sure Justin Jake uh, Jacob, um, the 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 st- the stress of this, um, I'm gonna say job, is a legitimate thing, and uh, I'm not sure there's a way to relate to it without being essentially being a quarterback at an SEC school, a big SEC school. You know, the quarterback at Georgia, just like the quarterback at wherever Alabama, you know, has. A tremendous amount of pressure on him. And uh, I wonder who else you could compare that to uh, in, in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, these guys aren't schol- signing scholarships to go to Coker. They're going to Georgia. You know what it is. Um, you can go to Dartmouth or uh, elsewhere, Newberry. Newberry and play football. You don't have to go to Georgia. So to some degree, they sign up for it. But it is a tremendous stress. And I just wonder, I just, I can't imagine dealing with that stress uh, if you're Jake, going to bed at night, uh, knowing that uh, people are around there are just beating you down, um, fairly or unfairly. Sometimes, sometimes certainly fairly after the South Carolina game. Maybe too much, but it was fair.
1: And, you do have to give credit that he rebounded. I mean, no, no exceptionally well. Both both last year after the LSU game, going into Florida, and both this year going into Florida.
0: Well, dog dog I mean, post. Two... Go
1: ahead.
0: Dog post never participated in the stupidity. Uh, when I when I say dog post, I mean, you know, we never wrote about what what's wrong with this guy, or you know, there there was a lot of stupidity that was written and said about Jake Fromm um, after that, after that stretch, we didn't really participate in that. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, make him a saint either. Uh, He is what he is. He he is, he is not as gifted physically as Jacob or Justin or Trevor. uh, I mean, he's flesh and blood. Yeah. But he also slashes people. I mean, he's a killer and that's the part that people don't, Appreciate maybe about him. I, I'm not sure if I'm putting it in words correctly. Um, I, you know, if he after he completed that throw, which was a hell, dude, that was a hell of a throw. I mean, like which one? The the last throw of the game to Wolf. He couldn't step. Oh in. yeah. He, he couldn't step into it. He he it, it had three Gators coming down on top of him, and they actually protected really well. Uh in that, in that situation. But he had three Gators on top of him. Swift, Swift, uh, took out one defender, but the guy landed right on top of where, uh, Jake was throwing the ball. So he couldn't move forward with his left foot. And, um, he had to arm that thing. It was just straight arm talent. And it got, it didn't just get there. I mean, it beat him. He beat one-on-one coverage. He beat man coverage. He did the thing that, that people for that three-week period or two-week period said either he can't do or can't do very well. Well, I mean, apparently that's bullshit because he threw on the critical down.
1: The most – the, the uh, of, uh, One of, of the, the most important plays of the game.
0: Of the season. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He got the job done. Now, he did that against Notre Dame as well. So – when you're the quarterback and you lose, you get criticized. It happens. It's it's what it is. I don't feel sorry for Jake Fromm necessarily. I don't. I may have said that a second. I don't. I don't that, that's not accurate. I mean, he's he's got what he's got. He's in what he's in for the rest of his life in Georgia or in Georgia or in the southeast. You know, he's always going to be looked at as a hero. He'll never have to buy a drink if he even drinks. So that's not going to be an issue for him. But at the same time. You know, the persistent, the, 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 what is so annoying, and I had another member of the media call me about this, and he didn't know what I'd written. He said, what bothers me so much is about how my colleagues, and he didn't say the company slash network that he worked for. It was not a dot-com. I shouldn't say that. It was not the traditional okay. dot-coms. Um, he said, it drives me crazy, the narratives that we, that my colleagues participate in, and blow up and blow out of the water. And I said, well, did you see what I wrote? (laughs) And um, narratives get out of control. And all that matters is what you do on the field, period. And we're going to see here in these last few games what Georgia's got left in their season. There's no moral victories that they need to win. There's no this, that, or the other, Dylan. They've got everything in front of them.
1: Wins and losses. That's the only thing.
0: We're going to see how they match up from here on out. Make sure you press subscribe. Tell us what you think below. Uh, what do you make of Jake Fromm's season so far? Let me know down below. Dylan, thanks for joining me. Dean Leggy from DogPost. Go to dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. We'll see you over on the website.